Atkinson. Care for a rubdown. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lift penis? Very G'day Rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast that rubs down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. It's time for a bit of waiver wire dribble for round one. I'm your host Natty, and with me as always riding shotgun in the Rubmobile is the Stats Wizard, Walker the Weasel. What's going on mate? Yeah, well not the reigning weasel though. So, no, I'm, I'm going good man. The forever um, weasel. Oh, um, The no, OG I, I, weasel. Look, to be honest, uh, the reigning weasel is doing his best at the moment. So <laughs> I haven't seen duck, ducking and dodging and diving and everything else since he did it last year. Mate, it, look, you set you set a really, really high bar in the weasel stakes, and um, look, it's just it, the, the lads are struggling to keep up with you. Look, hey, not me. We're talking. We're talking about Hazel. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Who, no one cares about Hazel in this podcast. Let's get into these waivers. <laughs> right. All right. Injuries first up. I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. Uh, we've got Joy Arrow uh, with a hamstring, Tavita Tola, head knock, Matt Lodge, facial fracture. He's going to be out for Oof. about five, six weeks. A big kick in the dick for us in the Listener League and me personally for the Eskimo Bros. Uh, Mad Dog, compound fracture, three weeks. Uh, could be two weeks there. We've got mm. Jack Williams with a head knock, uh, Scott Sorensen out with a head knock as well, Adam Elliott with a fucking groin injury, and DWZ out with a calf. Ed Cossey is still going to retain his spot there on the right wing for the Warriors. The, the Adam Elliott one is is a tough one because the groin ones just they stick around for ages. Yeah, yeah. Anything with the calf, you know, you got uh, TPJ as well with the calf, uh, Josh Papali'i with the calf. Mm. Yeah, you're right. They are going to linger. Um, it's one to keep an eye on. A couple other names to keep an eye on throughout the week with team lists. Kieran Foran, his knee. Latrell Mitchell, his PCL. Xavier Coates, shoulder. Tyson Frizzell, uh going through concussion protocols. They all may be late out. So if you own those guys, keep a lookout. Keep a close eye on team lists, especially an hour before um, kickoff. Just yeah, keep your finger on the pulse because there could be um, some late changes with those guys. Latrell Mitchell wants uh, a worrying one because that's a, uh, they, I read somewhere that it could be um, hamper his performance. So yeah. I mean, round two, if you've if you've obviously you've drafted Latrell Mitchell round one, probably pick three to six, yes. and already fucking worrying about his performance issues because of injury. So not great. But I think he's like, you're going down from maybe possibly 200 to yeah. possibly 180. Yeah. It's not, yeah, fair. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. He does have an explosive game, but yeah, I, I think that he'll be, he'll be fine. If he, if he is rested this week, obviously Blake Taff comes in and um, he does a job as well. Yep. It's a tough, sure. tough matchup though. Panthers. Yeah. Yep. Um, a couple of suspensions as well. Wade Graham's going to sit out for three to four games uh, with that huge hit he put on the weekend. So that's going to be great for Teague Wilton owners. That's going to cement some uh, good minutes on that left edge for him. And Jordan Rapiner taking an early guilty plea. He'll be out for three matches there for the Raiders back in round five. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. big TLT today. What are the big notes coming out of it? So I'm trying to trying to limit myself to four, but I'm going to go seven. 
Um, I actually wrote down 20, but so Reese Walsh is back. So Cobo shifts to back to the right wing. Um, Coates is named, but don't be, don't be surprised if he's, he's a late switch with Grant Anderson. Um, Adam Elliott, Gornski's. Um, so he's out for the week. Bateman sits out another week. So Bloor's been named after that head knock. Um, Munster's out, mm. as you mentioned. So he's replaced by Wishart, Tyron Wishart. Jack DeBellin is out. That hurts me in my other league. Um, Birdie comes in at lock, which is an interesting one. I think he's a perfect lock. So that'll that'll look very nice um, on the field. Marju has been named in the reserves as the last one. So, so he I didn't think- fall off the side of the planet. He actually no. was injured. And yes. I feel for everyone that fucking rage traded him out of their side. I don't feel for any of that. <laughs> honestly, there was no news that he was he was dropped. There was no news of the injury. They just went, they were just silent for whatever reason. Yeah, weird. Uh, I think I honestly do think that they're going to give Heimel Hunt another couple of cracks until he fucks up. So I don't expect to see Marju come in to the side this week. But yeah, it's a very very interesting one and a positive one for Super Coaches. Yep, hundred percent. And obviously the the other the other bit, big news that's come out is obviously Tao Moan, uh, Junior Moan. His um, no fault stand down has been lifted because the charges have been dropped. Not dropped on him. Um, they've been lowered to a five-year um, sentence if he is convicted. So he's able to play. Right. Well, that's interesting. So danger signs there for any Sullivan um, owners mm. or anything like that. So, yeah, um, something to, to think about if you're going to be um, rolling the dice on any of these dragons. Yep. Fair, fair, fair. All right, let's get into rubbing out some of these claims for round two. This fucks up my plan. This is fucking bullshit. I got to do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. Help me help you. I'm not sure what to do with my hand. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you and you. Uh, so how we do it here, we're going to go through each position, uh, starting hooker, front row forward, to row work our way down, and we're going to talk about the guys that are sitting at 35% ownership or below so guys that obviously are going to be sitting on most waivers tonight and we'll just whack lyrical about some guys that we like walker you'll take notes of the guys that we're talking about and then the happy ending we'll circle back around and maybe give our top two per position of either waiver claims or free agents so we will differentiate the players that we think are worth a claim and guys that we think you can just wait for a free agent pickup Let's get into it. Hooker first. Not much to talk about here. Uh, I will kick off. Wade Egan is 40.4% ownership. So if he's out there, I like him. He looked really good on the weekend. Got good minutes um, and absolutely blitzed him up the middle. He looked um, pretty sharp. But other than him, it's probably Sonny Luke is the most interesting uh, pickup here. He isn't named on the starting run. Uh, run on side for the Panthers, but it's only a matter of time. I mean, I think we're they, all in the they, same they cha- boat. They, they changed as a team when he came on. Right? They didn't look threatening at all. Um, and look, he came on, obviously scored the try, but they just looked yep. a lot harder to handle. Yep. The whole the whole game, I was sitting there just going, anytime now, just put St. Luke on, change this game. like, And he did, yeah. It had a, an immediate effect on the game. Um, 
just explosive at a dummy half, really good service. So I think he's worth a claim because eventually I think he'll be getting the bulk of the minutes there at Panthers, whereas Kenny will play that 30, 25-minute, 30-minute um, role, and Sonny Luke will be the, the big-minute guy there just because mm. it just it wasn't working with Kenny. Great de- defense, um, and look, he's a serviceable hooker, but when you're when you've got a side, a premiership-winning side that's built around a really – smart, darty, explosive hooker like Appy Corusau, and then you bring someone in who's a little bit slower, a little bit more solid in Mitch Kenny, it definitely changes the outlook of the attack for the Panthers. So I do like Sonny Luke. Anyone else there that you think's worth a claim? Um, this week, uh, we, we do have him down a bit further, but um, Torren Wishart, he's obviously the 5'8 hooker duel. Um, mm-hmm. It's a one-week plug and, one week plug and play, um, so probably not waverable, but um, he's definitely going to fill a job for you this week. Um, up against the doggies who were terrible last week. Yeah, yeah, really shit up the guts as well, the dogs. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I don't mind Tyron Wishart for a short-term plug-and-play option for sure. Um, that's about it, man, really, uh, outside, to be honest. Outside of that, it's, you've got a couple of like um, – oh, maybe Fumanu Brown. Um, yeah, it went so right. he's, he went So he's playing lock at the moment. So definitely something that um, – Look, once TPJ comes back, he's not really going to be an option, so he's not a long-term proposition. But, yeah, in the next few weeks, he's obviously up against Melbourne this week, so it's a bit of a tough tough game, but he's not really looking at attacking stats at that, that position. No. He got good minutes, though. He got 54 minutes, mm. Brown, um, which is decent. So, yeah, look, if you're fucking desperate, uh, maybe. And he's definitely a free agent. I, I don't mind uh, spending a claim on Luke, but the rest of these guys, yeah, they're just free agents mm. for sure. Absolutely. Right, let's get into the big boppers, uh, and we'll premise this by saying we don't like spending waivers on front row forwards ever, unless yep. someone drops uh, Tino Fasella Malawi or uh, Tapene or someone I'm like that. <laughs> um, you hearts. might, you might, you might put a claim in for them. But any of these other guys, just pick them up free agent. Just get a forty-five mm-hmm. to fifty point plotter and just be happy with that. Um, but there is a couple of interesting ins here that uh, you could probably pick up free agent tomorrow. Guys like uh, Roycey Hunt. Uh, obviously yep. getting a start there, coming back from that elbow injury and the way that, that From the bench. Yep. Uh, yep. And the way that that bench is set up, I can see him getting 40 minutes. Yeah. And with that PPM, you're probably looking at a 50 to 55 point um, front row forward with upside. So I do like that because they're running with Connor Tracy and Cameron McInnes on the bench with yeah, only Royce with only Royce Hunt and Oregon Kafusi on the bench. So there yeah. is some minutes to be had there. We know that Hamlin Ueli doesn't suck up a lot of minutes and Toby Rudolph is good for 50 minutes. So there is mm-hmm. minutes to be had there. So I do like that. Um, the other one was Fletcher Baker for the Roosters. With all the outs in the middle for the, the Roosters, you would think that Baker gets a solid 45 to 50-minute stint here. I just uh, I can't see how they can't use him for that. Decent PPM. He's always around that 1, 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, so I think he's a, a, a nice little free agent pickup as well. Anyone else you want to talk about? Uh, maybe just Saluka Fafita. Um, so he's obviously coming in for... Um for Totola, who's who's out with that head knock. So it's only a one-week proposition. But, um, yeah, we, we saw that Panthers really struggled through the middle last round. They'll look to shore it up, but um, there should be some decent base minute, base um, output to be had from um, Saluka Fafita. Yeah, for sure. Um, a couple of guys, because we've got Tavita Totola out for the 
<laughs> for the bunnies. So uh, you've got uh, Leia Saluka Fafita, but also big Shaq Mitchell was a mm. man possessed last weekend. So yeah. you can see a little bit, maybe some minute, more minutes there for Shaq. Um, I don't know what he got here, like 48 or something like that. But just I, by eye test, very, he was very, fucking wild. Yeah, very, very inflated minutes. So don't read too much in the last game because obviously Totola was out early as well as um, Ara, who um, I think he had the hemi issue or something. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think they, they all, all the forwards got inflated minutes. So it's, it's probably one to um, keep an eye on. He's... Look, if he's anything like his brother, he's definitely knows. He looked play, good. So. He looked mm. really, really he's a, good. He's a massive unit, though. Yeah, 100%. Um, ben Murdoch Masilla, BMM's uh, an interesting one. So he's he's out on that edge replacing Bird um, while he's um, replacing uh, Jay, uh, Jack DeBellin. Yep. So, look, they're up against the Titans, so stranger things have happened. Um, yeah, I'm not really too keen on any of those for a... For a waiver claim, though, nah, no one's or, worth a waiver uh, claim. Just pick up one of these guys, free age, whoever's whoever's left in the morning, um, pick him up. But oh yeah, I do like. What about Tanila Paseka? He um, I did like Paseka. He looked good um, on the weekend, yeah. and and it was all through base and and sort of grit, uh, work up the guts. So he's not a bad pickup. He has been sent back to the bench, but I don't think it matters. I think he still gets that that consistent minutes um, coming yeah. off the pine. Yeah, and, and look, they're, they're going to be sharing minutes across LIA, Gerbo, him, Cappy. Like, the, the, they're all just going to be middle forwards that will just rotate through. So, yeah, he, his minutes are going to be pretty safe. He had a really good PPM. So, I think his PPM was around 1.4 last game. Mm. Only, only managed, like, 40-odd minutes. But that's yeah. all you need when you've got a high PPM. So that's it, yeah, if you exactly. If any sort of uptake, uptick in that, then, um, yeah. Um, virtually no attacking stats as well. He had a, had a couple of tackle breaks, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I do like him. He he um he looked good, really good. Uh, let's get into the two RFs. So a couple of guys here that I want to kick it off with, and that is the Cardi Party looked oh, yeah. really good, and Jackson Ford for the Warriors. So both of these guys got fifty nine points, and I think each of them had an offload. But other than that, not much attacking stats. Just Hard Which is work. What you want to see? What Hard work. See, yeah, just putting their hands up for plenty of runs, getting mm. through some defensive efforts, couple of tackle breaks here and there. But yeah, looked both of them looked really good. Um, and I love I love Cardi just because you have got that upside with him, and he mm. will no doubt play an eighty minute role until Sean Lane is back. So I love him as a pickup. But fucking what about Josh King? Yeah, that was um, shit. He's, tur- he's turned around a little bit. Like at the start of last season, he was he was playing big minutes and he was getting really good scores. And then he kind of fell off a cliff a bit when the the rotation with Cheese and and that sort of happened. So Cheese had come on, filling in dummy half, and then filling the in the back row, and King would be left on the on the pine. So I, I think he's definitely a beneficiary of Cheese walking off. Yeah, I mean, he obviously had that um, try assist, but he still had forty eight tackles to his name, and Mate, it was still it was still going to get like fourteen six, runs, six, so sixty odd in base. Yeah, like, that's fucking immense. Yep, and he's only twenty three percent ownership as well, mm. so he's probably one of the first ones you want to look at. But yeah, Cardi and um, what's the other bloke? I said Jackson Ford. Jackson, Jackson Ford looked really. I good. think Jackson Ford is um, he's definitely one that I'm looking at because yeah, his, his output is just really really good. Just rolls the sleeves up, doesn't he? Mm. Probably not um, going to be a lot of attacking opportunities, but I think you'd be you're going to get a safe fifty to fifty five. I think. 
We we have seen in years gone by though that the um, the Warriors do attack through their edge edge forwards. So look, the attacking stats will come. Um, and look, I I feel like the team just needs to um, have a few wins under the belt and start to get a bit of confidence to throw the ball around again. So yep. yeah, um, Lockie Fitzgibbon was another one. Um, yes, scored, scored scored a try off the hip of um, of Ponga, as expected. So look. If he gets the if if he gets named, he's he's always a, a chance of a try. Yeah, um, he's he's a great one, as in like matchup dependent. Like if the Knights are coming up against a weak right edge, you know that Pong is going to have that left edge humming for the Knights, mm. and he does use Lachlan Fitzgibbon often yeah. close to the line. So Absolutely. really good for a try. Yeah. So a few guys there to to have a look at, but I think those top three guys that I mentioned uh, at the at the start, uh, Ford. Cardi Party and Josh King, I think they're your main guys. Yep, I agree. Right, halfback, Lachlan oh. Ilias. How good was that game? He looked like, amazing. He, he genuinely just looked like another player when you compare him to um, what he was doing last season. Yeah. Like just frimming with confidence. Yep. Just like really strong in defense as well. Like the defense is what impressed me. Oh, he was fucking shotting cunts. It was yeah. unbelievable. Oh, it was it was it was something to behold because like we were we were fairly <laughs> um fairly off him at the start of the season just because of what we saw last uh, this season because of what we saw last season. He's obviously worked so hard on his defense in the off season and he's got the confidence of having that full year under his belt. Look, he he was pushing um not pushing, but he was calling the plays ahead of ahead of Latrell and obviously dragging the the attack down the right side. So, really, really good signs if you're a South fan. Yep, and he is the number one claim for round mm. two. Um, yeah, it's it's very seldom that you're sitting here, you're looking at a halfback or a five eight. That's that's that sexy of a pickup for a, for a claim on the waivers. So he's definitely number one, 85 points in the weekend. He's sitting at 27.6% uh, ownership. So you need to go get him. Even if you've got a halfback, pick him up. It's going to be depth in your halfback position, but you can also dangle him out there for a trade to see if you can get something over the line. But other than him, man, there's not much out there, is there? Maybe oh, Braden Trindle I mean, as a plug and play, I, but it's a tough I matchup. The cheese grater. Come on. SJ. He's 50% ownership. Oh, is he? Oh, fuck. I was just looking at that thinking, hey, how was he How was he so low owned? No, yeah, he's 50%. Yeah. But yeah, no, man, he, no, looked, he looked good. He, he, looked, looked, he looked pretty good. But yeah, there's, there's fuck all available because um, it's such a shallow position. So yep. yeah, I, I feel like it's those two. Look, you could you could throw, throw it at um, Cooper Johns next week if he gets the, gets the spot. But this week... He's just sitting out watching yep. the TV. Tough. It is. It's tough, and it's just as tough for 5'8". So you've got pretty much Tyrant Wishart sitting at 4.4%. He's obviously going to be playing 5'8 for the Storm up against the Dogs. We mentioned that earlier when we were talking about hookers. It's a great matchup. Um, I don't expect him to go supersonic, but mm. like you said earlier, he's going to do a job for you, and he's playing for the Storm with weapons around him. So he's a nice plug-and-play for this week. We don't know how long uh, Mad Dog's going to be out for. They said three weeks, but I've heard two. I've heard that he might even play next week. Uh, so, But three he's, weeks he's is an, the max. He's a notoriously fast healer, yeah. so don't expect him to be out too long. No. Um, now, other ones to, to, to talk about, and probably Billy Walters, he'll do a job for you. He will cover for a week or two, get you your 40 to 45. That's it. 
Yeah. Um, and Jaden Sullivan, it's a bit of a risk with Amone sitting in the in the reserves as well as Mbai floating in at hooker spot. So, yeah, it's it, like both halves are bloody tough this week. Scary. Fucking mm. scary. Um, all right, let's get into CTW. So there's a few options here to talk about. Uh, we've got Warbrick interests me. Uh, didn't have a great game super coach wise, but just from the eye test and how involved he was getting um, in his runs coming out of their own end um, and just the size of the bloke. Like he's a fucking say, weapon. He's, he's bigger than you expect. Yeah. Like- the name doesn't doesn't warn you to how big he is. Great last name. Mm, Great last it? name. Big Willie, Warbrick. Willie Warbrick. Fuck. Yeah. So I do like him because eventually, like, he's obviously, that's in his game, that sort of base, that work ethic, getting in, rolling the sleeves up, getting plenty of runs. We love that. And I just think the points will come because he plays for the Storm. So mm. <laughs> I love him as a pickup. Um, he's pretty low ownership. Uh, but also young Tonamanapia. Yeah, he looked good I thought, in the left. I thought he, I thought he had a, had a really good game. Look, he's um, he's only going to be in there while Ol- Olam's out, but mm. Olam's going to be another like six weeks, um, maybe maybe five or four or five. But um, yeah, he's he's a good um, fix for a position, and look, they're going to have some pretty good matchups in the next few weeks. So he's one of those great white. Uh, runners, they just thrash around. They get the ball and he just thrashes around. He looks really hard to handle. Um, Sean Russell comes yep. in for the Eels. I love this matchup. He's one of my favorite plug and plays for this week. Actually, Sean Russell up against the Sharks. That left edge for the Sharks uh, was pitiful in defense. Uh, Talakai, Teague Wilton, and Matt Moylan combined for 19 missed tackles. I know. That was disgraceful. Bad. Very, very bad. So, And the Eels look really good on their right edge. Obviously, Gutho chiming in there on the right. Panasini looks um, amazing. Mm. Looks like an absolute absolute superstar. So I think Sean Russell can be... Uh, you can plug him in there. I think he's, I'll be putting some money on him for an anytime try scorer. So I love him as a plug and play. Um Definitely a guy, you know, that you can have on your bench in your CTW rotation as well uh, going forward just because he plays for the Eels. Mm, yeah. I think another one um, to consider is, is Philip Sammy. He looked really good. He was one of the ben- beneficiaries of Foran's movement on the right on the left side. Um, and obviously having Fafita inside of him really helped to um, swat away some of the defense because they were obviously double marking up on Fafita at times. So yeah, he's he's probably one to look at, especially with the matchup against St George. It's probably mm. a good one to pick up this week. Yep, yeah, I I totally agree. And again, the Titans are looking strong on their left edge. Uh, I'm not sure if because of the injury to Bo Firma, they've moved David Feeder over to the left. Um, but yeah, that's that, that was that was why. Yep. Then so that's where he's out there. And he's on the left, and that just makes that Titans left edge even better. Um, the last guy I want to talk about in the CTWs is Isaac Thompson. So the right winger for the Bunnies. He's sitting at crazy lower ownership at 31.8%. We saw that, yes, the Bunnies do attack down their right, and it's all because of Luttrell Mitchell, but also Lockin' Elias is now a little bit more confident. He's calling for the ball. You've got Campbell Graham out there as well. Scored 37 on the weekend, but the tries will come because they looked they looked dangerous with that right oh, yeah. edge attack. 100%. Yeah, it's you, you can see that, that they're slowly going to be dragging defences to the right side. 
Then they'll do the, that left left hand sweep and they'll be scoring tries. Spread them. Right and center. Spread them, baby. Gonna be, it's going to be hectic. Um, so that's why I think it's going to be a really great season for um, for South, unfortunately, for anyone who doesn't support them. Yeah, no, they look um, good. They looked solid as fuck. Like, yeah. not much had changed. They just went straight into sixth gear and just started, yep, singing, making mm. the ball sing. Probably one one last one that I just really passed the eye test and I thought he, he really turned up was uh, Brent Naden. Yep. I thought he had a fucking cracker of a game. Um, he was really involved. Only got a 51 with a line break, so a little bit concerned about what his floor might end up being. But, um, yeah, I, I just feel like if the Tigers were any better, <laughs> he could have got some really serious attacking stats. Mm, yep, for sure. All right, fullback, and there's – Pretty much one bloke uh, that we need to talk about here, and that's Jermaine Asako, goal-kicking winger for the heavy hitters, the Finns, mm. premiership favourites. Yeah. Who would have thought? Wow, wow. So he had an absolute fucking blinder. He looked really good. Looked safe in defence as well, was making really good reads, um, and just obviously which playing off the back like of good him, attack. Which is not like him at all. No, no, 100%. Um, so he's he's the right winger. So he was playing off uh, Isaiah Katoa, and he mm. looked good as well. So yeah, didn't he? Yep. A couple of couple of good repeat sets. Like made some really good decisions in attack. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. So pick him up. He deserves to be in teams. Jermaine Asako. Um, mm. He's dual CTW fullback. Kicks goals. Fins look a lot better than we all thought the fins were going to look. So. There will be a little bit of a hangover this round. Uh, I don't expect them to play as well as they did in the weekend. You know, bright lights, big occasion, first game in the NRL. There will be a little bit of a hangover from that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're all seasoned players, though. There's only there's only one or two players that are, like, fairly inexperienced in that team. So I don't think they'll be overawed by it at all. No, not overawed. It's just, this is just how it happens it's the history of sport in all sports like big occasions like that teams come back down to earth and it's a little bit different it doesn't have the occasion behind it and there's always a little bit of yeah lagging um, Mm. performances coming off something like that so just be warned that yeah you may not see the Dolphins of last week this week but they look they look really good gotta give them um, props They, they fucking torched the roosters up the guts yeah, and um, Jaden Campbell also looked pretty good. And if Foran does get um, pulled out this week, chances are Brimo comes back into the um, the half spot and um, Campbell slots back into the fullback spot. So. It will be interesting to see what happens there because mm. I've heard whispers that they bring Sexton straight back in. They don't change yeah. anything else. So, yeah. wonder what. I mean, I mean, Brimo can play both positions quite easily so they could switch it up mid-game as well if it's not working with sexy yep yep i think uh, the reason behind that is they don't want to change two positions but if you're just bringing in sexton you're only changing one yeah effectively but um yeah one to watch because that's what i thought that uh, initially i was like oh Jaden cable campbell this could be on here but yeah Mm -hmm. then i heard started reading some things and heard some whispers are like oh fuck okay maybe not (laughs) All right, let's uh, let's do the happy ending, bro. You want happy ending? I got a Let me break it down for you so you understand. I'll hold your hand like a small child. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Fuck, yeah. Hopefully, you've written down our favorite claims as we went through. Yeah, most of them. Most of them. What do we have, bro? So, for, for hooker position, it's it's pretty much Sonny Luke. Um, and mm. then... 
just hot hold fire otherwise. Yep. Um, for your front row forwards, Roycey Hunt and Daniela Pseca are probably the only ones worthy of a, um, a of a claim, but a lower end claim, definitely not a high end claim. Um, second row forwards is Jack- Jackson Ford, Cardi Party, and uh, Josh King. And moving across to the halves, um, halfback, obviously, it's Elias. Daylight second. Top claim. Uh, just claim just one round. guy. Top claim. If you're if you're a number one claim, just put him in. Yep. That's all you need to do. He will be the best claim you make this season. 5'8", um, it's a bit of a tough one. There aren't too many options there. So um, what do we have there? Uh, Tyron Wishart. Tyron Wishart is more of a free, free agent plug and play. So he's probably not one that I'd be see, I'd be wasting a claim on, but he will definitely just fill the spot for this week if you're a if you're either a um uh well I was going to say a Cooper Johnson <laughs> if you're a um a monster owner he'll cover that spot for the week, but realistically you're not really going to be spending anything on on Billy Walters or or J- Jaden Sullivan. Yep. Um, and then for the C- CTWs, um, a raft of options really. You've got Young Tonamapia. Um, I said that one all right. Uh, Will- Nailed it. Willie Warbeck is Warbeck is probably um, one of the top ones for this week. He, he's got he's got the run for the next few weeks, so um, definitely one to um, to put high up. Um, Isaac Thompson and Jackson Paulo are some pretty decent options as well. And I think ahead of those ones is Philip Sammy, especially for this week for the matchup. Mm. Yep, um, totally agree. For fullback. His dual, so you could get him CTW or fullback, is Jermaine Asako. He had an absolute blinder. Um, really interested to see if you can back it up this week. Um, yeah, I'm I'm holding off getting getting him in um, classic just until I see what he does this week. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I've seen the, I've seen these signs at the Broncos before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does have trap written on him, but fuck. Oh, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but worth a pick up for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. That's that's as easy as it gets, guys. That's the waiver wire uh, claims that we like this week. We're going to try and keep it quick, streamlined, as less dribble as possible uh, so that we can get this podcast out for you guys to listen before you put your claims in tonight and go to Betty Buys. But what we're going to do now is... Yep, we get this podcast out, and then we're going to go live on Instagram to answer your questions. Because, like we talked about last week, um, trying to streamline the questions so that we can get as many answered as possible in one big go. So, uh, it it doesn't really work to do the questions on the podcast because we just want to get the information out there as quick as possible. But if you're on Instagram, this is where you'll get your waiver wire questions answers answered is on the live stream. So, that's how we're going to do it, baby. Let's get out of here. Uh, We will chat to you soon. We'll be having the the round two matchups coming out uh, later on tonight, but you'll definitely have it in the morning. We'll go through each game, uh, give you the best Supercoach matchups, and that'll be a dribble fest. We won't be streamlining that at all. That'll be long, lengthy rub. (laughs) As normal. All right, bro, let's get out of here. All Stay out. India.